I'm Victoria. And I'm Lexi. And welcome to Entry Level, the podcast for people figuring it out. If this happens to be your first episode with us, make sure you go ahead and check out the trailer so you can get a better idea of who we are and why we started this all. In episode five, we had our very first guest, Trey Ross, who spoke about his non-traditional career path, following your dreams, and how to not live in fear. So if you haven't caught up, make sure you listen to that episode as well. So, like we said, that was episode five, meaning we are now on episode six. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So this would be a great, um, it would be a great introduction for you guys to interact with us. Yeah. Let us know what you want to hear. We have some ideas. Like we have, we have, you know, we have the the brainstorming list that kind of goes on and on. But we're only two people. Like, comment yeah. what you want to hear. Text us if you know us. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I don't. We this might have to be a season thing at this point. Be relevant. Also, trying to be. <laughs> topical trying to be yeah. topical is hard honestly well it is too because also like i know we talk about oh what are we going through and things like that but i want to talk about positive things too yeah not just complain would you like to listen to like fun stories like stuff about <laughs> us you know what I mean? we're, we're still figuring it out yeah. hence the podcast people figuring it out yeah so but, anyways let us know your feedback because we're a little confused right now where we're going but it's okay all, all startups go through this, you know, finding the brand voice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like Lexi mentioned, it's episode six. Um, we did get a couple of requests for this one, I will mm-hmm. say. So mm-hmm. this one is relevant to the few people who yeah, actually Our audience. Listen. Yeah, the few people who are active listeners. But um, we decided to touch on friendships today mm-hmm. just because I feel like post-grad and honestly just in your 20s friendships can get really weird yeah um and navigating them and so I know that I've had my fair share of like friendship experiences in the past couple of months but just as a reminder in case you are new both Lexi and I graduated from school in Dallas just a little Lexi graduated like two years ago yeah I'm coming up on my year which is really crazy but We still actually both live in Dallas, although we went to school here, which I think is also playing a little bit of a factor into how that's going for us, Mm -hmm. but just wanted to give that context. So let's, let's, let's rewind it though. Bring it all the way back. All the way back to before college. Like what did your friendships look like pre-college, Lexi? Yeah, so I would say that my friendships are probably a little different than the average, not necessarily in a bad way. I think I talked about this a little bit on the first episode, you know, where you're getting to know us, but I grew up in a military family. God bless the USA. <laughs> um, but yeah, so my both my parents actually joined the Air Force before I was born. Um, and so I was kind of born into a family dynamic where I moved every three years. So up until I graduated high school, I think I'd lived in six different places if I did that math correctly crazy um which yeah I was like I know to the civilian it's kind of like an interesting concept to grasp um but yeah so I grew up moving a lot meaning that I know so many different people I've met a lot of different people um and it's just interesting to kind of navigate or keep those friendships or like what did friendship look like at that point um born in Florida moved to Wisconsin, Delaware, Okinawa, Japan. You know what that reminds Louisiana. me of? Louisiana. Huh. It reminds me of, um, I'm not sure how many people watched High School Musical, the musical, the series, but Gina. Oh, yeah. She's like, there's no point in me getting to know anybody. I'm going to move anywhere. Okay, that's real. That's real. <laughs> <laughs> Relatable. Um, but yeah, so I, I grew up kind of starting and 
I guess I'll say ending friendships, not out of like bad blood or beef or anything, but you know, when you're six and you move, <laughs> I'm not going to tag. I didn't, I wasn't texting people. I wasn't following <laughs> people on social media, you know? Yeah. Um, but also a factor that kind of played into that, which I think made things a lot easier is that pretty much up until I met Victoria actually in Louisiana, <laughs> um, I had always lived on a military base. So kind of what that means is I was living with kids who were experiencing the same thing I was. You know, every time I moved, it wasn't like in the movies where, you know, all the kids like drop their lunch trays, turn around and it's like, who's that girl like walking through the door? Um, you know, I'd gone to school where one week there would be six new kids. The next week, four people would move away. So it was kind of just like an inflow um, an outflow of like so many different people all the time. So it wasn't really sad when I moved or when I left because I was like, y'all might be having fun, but I know you have orders next week. So it's <laughs> like, you know, I wasn't moving away and watching all of these people that I had been that I'd become friends with kind of continuing these friendships where I was left mm. on the outside. That's true. Um, so yeah, honestly, up until college, maintaining friendships for me was mostly like following people on social media, you know, we'd keep in touch here and there, but I didn't really like grow up with people or there really isn't anybody, I guess, that I'm still, that I still consider a close friend from like my much younger years. Yeah. So to contrast that, <laughs> Victoria, I think mine your experience? the complete opposite, like, Obviously, Lexi mentioned that like our paths intertwined in high school, mm-hmm. um, my junior year, Lexi's senior year. But prior to that, like I grew up in the same hometown like my entire childhood, stayed there my entire childhood, like from two to eighteen, like I was in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are only like a handful of like elementary, middle schools like, and like high schools. Yeah, like, and like within the pa- like the city that we were in and the parish that we were in. Shout out Louisiana for being different. But within that city, I think honestly the city is only like eighty thousand. Like I think that's the population mm-hmm. of the city, um, and that's like including the people on base. So like, and they make up a big population yeah. of the city. So like a very small town. Um, my high school is small, like, my middle school is small, elementary school is super small. Most of my, like, friends that I've had that are, like, my hometown friends, like, one of my longest friends, like, Corey, we've been friends since I was six, so, like, mm-hmm. we've known each other. I think we were bringing that up, like, on this trip that I was just on, it was just, like, how long we've actually known each other, like, yeah. over 15 years at this point. That's so crazy. Yeah, and, like, we have become like completely different people it's like somehow still end up being friends yeah um who knows like maybe that's just because of like the time frame of like how long we've actually known each other in the history but mm-hmm. there are friends like that who it's like okay I've known this person literally like my entire life like I can't imagine my life without this person mm-hmm. um obviously like made new friends like a- along the way but it was definitely one of those situations where it was like okay I might not like like I might not have been friends with you but I knew you in some capacity yeah. like we had some connection like like, through yeah like some type of mutual connection whether it's like okay you went to a different middle school than me like the my prime example is Rachel so Mm. like Rachel is one of my like close friends now but like we didn't go to the same elementary school or middle school we went to the same high school yeah we weren't friends in high school um Corey and Rachel were like friends in middle school Mm. I wasn't friends with Rachel I didn't even know who Rachel was like that's not even like an um beef type of way I just like we literally like our paths did not cross got to high school like we were like aware of one another but like Mm -hmm. we weren't friends we were on yearbook together but we still weren't friends and then it like wasn't until college that we finally were like wait yeah you're super cool like how did we never hang out (laughs) before and now we're like really close so it's just like all these people like I have uh, some type of history with some type of connection but Mm -hmm. 
I will say that like growing up in a small town it's like a lot easier to like quote unquote make friends yeah I like have a handful of people that I keep in contact with but like at the time like the friendships that I had pre-college were like pretty long-standing friendships Mm -hmm. and I still talk to a lot of them but like yeah I would say that growing up with these people like and having that long of a history it's just like I don't know it's so weird to think of how different our dynamics were because I thought it was like that for everybody yeah and I never thought about it from the other perspective but yeah like that's how growing up in a small town was like pre-college I was the only person to go to SMU um not many people went out of state actually now that I'm thinking about it one went to oh my gosh where did people go I that was five years ago now that I'm thinking about it but I'm like I literally can't remember where anybody went someone went to school in California I feel like yeah I feel like from my class there were a couple that ended up in like Arkansas or Mississippi or like those some other people went to like states. West Point oh, I think yeah. someone went to like Arkansas oh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. someone <laughs> went to NYU yeah uh yeah I was like only a handful of us that went like out of state and then like the you know like the theater schools where everybody goes yeah. that's pretty much it like I know that I was one of the only people there are people in Texas but like mm-hmm. ETB is 40 <laughs> minutes away like we lived near the edge <laughs> of Texas but some people like I think I was like one of the only people who like went pretty far away I don't really know I don't remember any of that that's kind of crazy yeah well I was thinking from the perspective of like for me it wasn't really like when deciding what school to go to I didn't take anyone else in consideration because I'm like oh no me you know well I I feel like that would be surprising (laughs) for some people especially oh yeah like some people were really surprised by that but like I knew from middle school that I was not going to school in Louisiana yeah like luckily my brother is four years older than me but like five grades older than me I didn't fail um my birthday's after Labor Day (laughs) so I had to start later don't get don't even try me on that but he obviously was like looking at colleges when I was in middle school yeah and so like that was my first introduction into like what college would look like Mm -hmm. going on tours and stuff and I remember like we toured some schools in Louisiana and I was like I don't want to go to school here like I don't like it here it looks so boring um and then my brother also had toured like Baylor I think and that was when I was like okay Texas is like close to home Mm -hmm. there's stuff to do there yeah also in like middle and high school like I wanted to go to concerts all the time but like we were in a small town and like no one ever came to us like mm-hmm. only country artists and like old people like yeah, come. I, say, I remember Taylor Swift came yeah like, I was like oh, that I was, was so that. random like she opened yeah. the 1989 tour there and like no one ever <laughs> believes me when I tell them that and I'm like no guys like we were the first show I yeah, don't know why I, wouldn't believe it either. I felt like it was like a dress rehearsal or something but I don't know like <laughs> And, like, that was the tour also. Yeah, that was a tour also where she brought out, like, someone every single night. Like, I don't know if you remember this because I know you're not a Taylor Swift fan, neither am I. But, like, she would bring out, like, Camila Cabello. Like, like, the most random people would come out. Like, nobody. (laughs) It was, like, I was so mad because, like, we were all, like, oh my gosh like blah, blah, blah. like we thought that's when she was rumored to be dating harry styles y'all, we're like, y'all were putting we're it on the like map, maybe bro. harry's gonna be there no nobody was there it was still fun but yeah, like yeah, yeah. To, to like keep watching and being on twitter and being like mm-hmm. taylor swift brought ed sheeran tonight like and then we had nobody anyways that's like a total i did not mean to go off on a tangent no, like wait, that but sorry, yeah i have to insert here because <laughs> guess what Jaden texted me the other day what frank ocean was at tyler the creator concert and Dallas? No. Oh. It was, I, I would have, <laughs> our last episode would have been our last episode if you had been in Dallas and I didn't know. That's but he, so um, he didn't perform, thank God, um, because then I would have been mad yeah. for the rest of my life. But um, no, he was at the, the New York 
concert, which I'm like, makes oh, sense because he's there. But I was like, literally, I've, I think in the past five years, I've seen Tyler every time he's gone on tour. But this time mm-hmm. I was like, I just saw you ACL. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just on that topic, I don't think I'd share that with anybody because I was really <laughs> devastated for the few hours where I didn't have contact to the situation. But yeah, like no one would come to like our hometown for concerts. So we'd always have to drive to Dallas. And like that was my first introduction of knowing that like there was stuff to do in Dallas. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, where, like, I need to go to a school, like, long story short, short like, I thought I wanted to go to school in LA, like, mm-hmm. I wanted to go to USC really bad, my parents were like, no, I was like, what's the closest thing to, like, an LA vibe? And I was like, Fort Worth, so I thought I wanted to go to TCU really bad, you remember, like, I was I remember so gung-ho in TCU. I remember you posted your pictures on Instagram. Yeah, like, I posted my acceptance letter, I was in the TCU, like, group text, um, whatever. Um, long story short, I ended up going to SCU. <laughs> It was the best decision, honestly. Like, Dallas yeah. has so much more to do than Fort Worth. Like, sorry, no beef towards Fort Worth, but, like, that was just not the vibe that I wanted for school. Um, Kind of felt like I was following you, but then it was also, like, we weren't that close yet. Yeah. So, like, I thought we were going to be friends there. Um, But, yeah. Oh, I guess I can go into the next bullet point on that one. Yeah, How, I like, feel like that. Yeah, but I will say, uh, for me personally, like, I thought that I was super outgoing, like, mm-hmm. like in high school, because I was like, oh, I talked to everyone. And literally, like, I got to college, and it also didn't help that we were at SMU. I think if yeah. I went to another school, it probably would have been a lot easier for me. Not, like, a lot, but, like, I would have felt a little bit more comfortable. I remember going to, like, orientation, like, the Wait, first day. Yeah, oh. I was going to, are you about to bring up the, um, like, every Mustang no. thing? Oh, I okay. I didn't go to that. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Um, that's all different story. <laughs> but I remember going to, like, actual orientation, oh, like, yeah. in, over the summer and being like, oh, my gosh, I do not relate to any of these people. Yeah. Um, fun fact, at my orientation, Christian Walker was there. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so, Wait. knowing that people like yeah. Herschel Walker were, who, was, like, in this crowd as a parent just like knowing that you're amongst those type of people like obviously like I'm confident in the type of person that I am now and like my worth as an individual like doesn't rely on that Mm -hmm. but at the time I felt so inferior because I was like growing up I was like oh like we're comfortable like my parents have decent jobs like I've never like gone without anything that I need yeah um and I was like for where I was from like we were like pretty fine yeah and then like I remember showing up to SMU and like seeing that like a BMW was the equivalent to like a Corolla or like a Mm -hmm. or like a Honda or something and being like I should have to drive my car up here like I I didn't even have a car yeah I didn't even have a car to my name I don't know I will say that like that made me super insecure and like I didn't really reach out to people that I like typically would have just normally talked to didn't like really make a ton of friends at orientation I like obviously met like Haley and Ian and like a couple of friends but like I think I was just so in my own head because I had realized that I never had to make friends before in the Mm -hmm. past and that I like always had some type of connection to someone but then Mm -hmm. once I got to SME I was like I actually genuinely do not know any of these people like I didn't go to high school with any of these people I didn't go like a summer camp or like anything where I would have known them in some way and like if I would have gone to TCU like I would have had some type of connection there yeah um so for me I was just like I don't know I looking back on it I can't believe that I felt like so scared to talk to people but I was and I think that it really held me back especially like my freshman year if you know me like I'm not going to go into like a whole bunch of details but like I didn't go to like SMU's like 
freshman somewhat like welcome week thing yeah. that they have that's another way to meet people so like every opportunity that I could have met people mm-hmm. in an environment that was fostering those like types yeah. of connections like I just strayed away from and so it really impacted I think like my first semester like at SMU and so I didn't really have like a solid friend group I had friends but I mm-hmm. like didn't think that they were as close to me as like or I didn't think that I was as close to them as like I felt that they were to me yeah and so it was just like a weird situation the entire time and I know that you had like a really different experience mm-hmm. and I felt like I was kind of like comparing my experience to yours mm-hmm. and so like that was kind of the reason that I was I don't know like just didn't have a good time my first semester yeah but yeah anyways I know that we can talk about like your situation and how different that was at SMU though. Yeah, so I think I, not that I think I know, I honestly had like zero expectations when one first picking a school. Um, neither of my parents like went to college. Well, I think my mom did a semester, shout out mom, but like <laughs> no one kind of had that traditional path of, okay, you finish high school, you go to college for four years, you get a career, whatever. Um, again, they chose the military. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, so I I didn't really have any expectations. I think also my parents didn't have any expectations. Like, they were like, I don't know, you you go to college, you're supposed to go to college, and like, that was kind of always you know the plan that was in my head. Um, but even when it came to like deciding where I wanted to go, I was also just like, I don't even know where to start. Like I said, at the time I was living in Louisiana, um, and also at the time that I graduated high school, my dad was still active duty, mm. meaning that. He wasn't retired yet. He didn't really have a plan of, like, how much longer he was staying in. So my concept of home also wasn't really there because I'm like, yeah. sure, I could try to stay, like, close to Louisiana, not in Louisiana. That, <laughs> I, that was one thing. I was like, I was like, bro, I'm not staying here. Um, I had never even, like, toured LSU. Like, I didn't, I didn't even give them a chance. Um, but, yeah, so I was like, there's really no point in me trying to stay close to home because, sure, I could stay here and then – what if, like, what if my parents get orders overseas? Yeah. Like, what if they get orders to, like, wash Portland, you know, like, or Oregon, you know, kind of just somewhere out there? Um, so I was like, okay, I don't know where I want to go. I don't know, like, what I want to study, whatever. Also kind of toured SMU on a whim. Like, my dad had showed me the school, and I was like, I've never heard. I was like, what is this no-name school? Like, yeah, I've never heard of this. Yeah, and they always only show Dallas Hall on everything. Yeah, every So photo. I thought that was the only building. That's why I said no for so long. I didn't even, I didn't even have a concept of, like, what school looked I'm I'm the older sibling, so, like, I you know, set in the way, <laughs> leading the path. Um, but yeah, I didn't even have concept of like what a college campus looks like. Like I didn't even have criteria I was trying to meet because I, I was so, I was so lost. It didn't stress me out though. I was like, I'm going to go somewhere. But I think because I had no expectations, that's why I wasn't stressed. Um, but yeah, you know, Dallas could be a day trip from Bozier. So my dad was like, let's go out. And I was like, okay, I guess. Um, so yeah, I toured it and I was like, oh, okay yeah like this is fine it's really pretty like yeah it was really pretty I think the only criteria I had was similar to Victoria I wanted to be in a big city um also because you know if I didn't make friends on campus I wanted to have an alternative Mm -hmm. you know I could walk off campus and still hopefully find people my age um and then I also wanted to go to a school that was kind of academically mm, equivalent in a lot of their areas you know some schools are like oh really known for this one program or Mm -hmm. whatever I didn't know what I wanted to do so I was like well if I want to you know move between majors or whatever I didn't feel like I was sacrificing my education for that um SMU checked the boxes and I was like okay that's fine I'll go here whatever um like I said I kind of had zero expectations going into it um kind of unlike Victoria I would say like orientation and stuff wasn't my first time walking into a room of people my age where I did not know anybody 
Again, I'd gone through that like every three years or so. Um, Of course, it's a little bit different when everyone's like 18 and really judgmental, you know, (laughs) versus being like younger. And it's like, okay, what is like a 13 year old going to say to you? You know, whatever. Um, But I was kind of like, it it wasn't really a new experience for me. So I didn't really have opinions either way. Like I said, expectations. My parents didn't even, did your parents stay with you during? My mom ended up leaving like halfway through. She was like, I'm really bored no yeah my she parents left like they they were like oh we want to go explore dallas and so i remember like everybody was eating lunch or something and like people were going off with their parents and i was just like okay. yeah I know my mom left after lunch. um but yeah so i had kind of you know victoria said she was in like tcu group messages i was like in some smu group messages prior um so there were a couple people like from those group messages that i recognized in real life and stuff and met up at orientation um but also i was part of a program that allowed me to move onto campus early, which I think, honestly, that was extremely pivotal to the whole experience that I had at SMU. Um, So yeah, so I got to move onto campus like a week early, and there were total, I think, probably like 100 kids outside of like the athletes um, that had moved onto campus early. So we were like running the streets, you know what I mean? Like no one was anywhere except for us in this group. Um, And that's how pretty much my friend group was formed I would say so when it came to things like oh move-in day or like the first day of classes like I had already kind of found a place in a friend group you know a week prior to that um which was just so different because I was so different than any experience that I've had honestly I've never even really had a friend group Mm. which is something that I didn't touch on before but I think um you know again just with the dynamics of moving all the time a lot of times there was kind of like one or two people that I'd get really close to um, again, it's easier to kind of latch on to one people versus having a friend group where people are moving all the time. You don't really have time to form a friend group. Um, but yeah, I would say it started out with like, at SMU, it started out with maybe like 10 of us, I would say between like guys and girls. Um, and yeah, that was very opening for me. Cause like I said, I've never played a role in a friend group before, which I think you learn a lot about yourself when you're kind of surrounded by other people all the time versus just having one companion where it's like yeah. you're usually I think pretty similar to that person because like you'd spend all your time together yeah um but yeah so I had been lucky enough to kind of find my group really early on and to this day I would say we're still definitely so consider ourselves a friend group which is interesting and again very lucky because I know that's not a lot of people's stories yeah, so. I will say I did the same program as you, and I still did not have those results. Um, I mean, okay. not guaranteed. You yeah, know. not guaranteed whatsoever. Experimental. Um, but I will say that like things should get better. Not to like leave people on a tangent. Like I did make friends at SMU. Yeah. Um, I did make friends. I will say though like still a little bit like different than like see I wouldn't say that I had like a core friend group at SMU Mm -hmm. I will say that I was very much so a floater so Mm -hmm. like had friends in different friend groups if that makes any sense so like knew people through different things and then I know that like a lot of SMU stuff and although Dallas is a big city like really everyone congregates honestly like near SMU and like uptown and maybe downtown like within that five the SMU bubble Mm -hmm. um so like even when you saw people out like the school was just small enough to where Mm -hmm. like you could still talk to pretty much anybody yeah and so I'll say like I had a lot of acquaintances friends in different places to where like I was always pretty content I would say like never like 
the first semester was rough I will mm-hmm. say like I didn't have like any close friends but um I will say like yeah I was pretty much a floater and like there was nothing wrong with that I think I learned a lot about myself in that time because like I learned that I'm very like I can adapt to like different groups yeah um and the type of person that I am in those different groups but yeah I will say like I was a little sad that I never had a friend group but it ended up working out but I, that also touches on another thing of like just friendships in college in general which I would say like a lot of people are starting to talk about this more of just like realizing that friendships in school in general not even just like college yeah are based off of like proximity and convenience mm-hmm. so like obviously when you're living like in the same place or like on a campus or in a dorm like it's gonna be a lot easier to make friends and like do things with those people all the time because you're seeing them all the time but like see how does that look different for you now that that's not the case and I know that like a lot of your friends like actually ended up moving like Mm -hmm. some people are still in school like not everyone's in Dallas anymore so I think it would be interesting from your perspective to see like how your friendship group dynamics have changed since not everyone's like in this SMU bubble anymore I guess yeah so yeah so you're exactly right I would say like out of my friend group half probably are no longer in Dallas and even the ones who are in Dallas um you know, have a different dynamic of, like, you know, maybe still living at home, maybe living outside of Dallas, whatever. Um, But I think, you know, you brought up a good point in terms of what relationships and friendships look like in school, one, because of proximity. Two, another huge thing is, like, when you're in school, everyone is kind of working towards the same thing. And generally speaking, everyone's day-to-day looks pretty similar. Yeah. Um. So, obviously, like, you're all working towards a degree, sure, it's in different areas, but it's also, like, you know your friends for who they are, like, as a student, right, which I think, you know, and we've talked about on a couple episodes, too, kind of, like, how we've changed or, like, how we've had to adjust becoming, like, employees and no longer a student, so it's, like, not only do you live with your friends and you're so close to them, it's, like, you're kind of going through the same stressors yeah in terms of like, like education and yeah finals. and like you're all kind of and you can not what's the word not multitask but like two birds with one stone yeah. type of thing like because you can hang out while you're studying mm-hmm. you can hang out while you're eating like you are part of the same organizations and so it just kind of like you can relate to each other a lot on that level alone um which is something that's kind of taken away from you mm-hmm. when you graduate. Not necessarily the, that that's a bad thing, but it's also like you're still kind of evolving and adjusting as your own person outside of school because you're dealing with things that you've never dealt with before. I've never felt anxiety like I have until I started working full time. Yeah, That's not really something I experienced as a student. And so it's like, okay, my friends are now seeing me in this light, you know, and they're so... I'm so lucky to have friends that are still, like, giving me the grace to kind of figure out who I am outside of that and how that affects relationships Yeah. Um, and friendships. But it's also, like, some of my friends are going through the same things. Like, one of my good friends, Bree, like, she's still in school, and right now she's the only one out of us yeah. who's still in school. So it's, like, she's going through things that we might not really be able to relate to anymore. Some of us are going through things as, like, employees that she can't relate to. Yeah. A lot of my friends, I would say, are kind of becoming financially independent. For the first time so like that also adds yeah, like know how I feel about that yeah so like that also adds like a stress to your life and because your friends might not not know how to deal with it you know or maybe not even that they don't know how to deal with it but it's just like we're all still evolving yeah now and like I said we we have different things in our lives that 
are causing stressors but that are also bringing a lot of like happiness and positivity yeah um and so it's kind of like readjusting your relationships with them as we're all going through something different because yeah. in school we're all going through the exact same things in yeah. different fonts you know what I mean like no, same like, thing different legit. font no I completely agree with that and you know like it's similar for me as well like I have someone like a friend who's in law school like I shout out Haley yeah <laughs> I was like I don't know if her name dropping on here but like also like you know Ta like just brought her second condo yeah like, Z just bought her first townhouse yeah and so it's just like when everyone's at these different stages I think sometimes it's like that relatability is not there anymore because I think that that's having such like large commonalities between your friends whenever you're going through college is Mm -hmm. like kind of what keeps y'all all together it's like okay finals are at the same time every year like midterms are at the same time as every year yeah everyone went out on Friday like we know like what happened on that day like, you live right next door to this person. Like, you saw whenever you they eat, had a bad day. You eat every meal together. Yeah, like so you, it's like you know. you're around them 24-7, and then to f- suddenly be, like, that be ripped away in the sense of, like, okay, like, Haley has class from, like, mm-hmm. 9 to 3. I'm in class. Like, I'm at work, like, in yeah. meetings, and she's like, oh, I'm on my lunch break. Like, I don't have anything to do. Like, do you want to FaceTime? And I'm like, LOL, I'm in calls for the next hour and a half. Yeah. Or it's like she tries to call me at, like, 7 p.m. because, like, we take time, like, we'll be, like, okay, like, let's talk after I, like, get off or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, one of those days where I'm just slammed and I'm, like, working into, like, the actual night. And she doesn't understand that either. So it's, like, very interesting. Like you said, even, like, the anxiety thing. Mm-hmm. Like, my friends, I that had not come up for me ever in my life until I, like, started getting a full-time job. Same, yeah. And started working. And so for my friends to see me, like, literally having breakdowns, like, mm-hmm. over how stressed out I was and how I didn't know how to manage that stress it's just really interesting like yeah and then like also realizing that you have to be so intentional Mm -hmm. like about setting up time to like make sure that you're checking on these people because I think you can drift like so quickly if you don't realize that you're like not taking the time to like really like check in on people if that makes any sense yeah um and I think that that was something that was like really hard for me like I think I realized it like over the summer maybe or like in the fall maybe like September so I had been like out of school for like maybe three months mm-hmm. and I was like oh my gosh like I haven't talked to this one person like literally in forever like she was also going through some stuff like with her own family and like also just realizing that like some friendships are just genuinely friendships of convenience and it's yeah. like very sad in the moment of being like okay well I feel like I just lost this person who I used to like stay connected with all the time mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden we like don't talk anymore at all yeah um yeah like realizing that there are like different buckets of like types of friendships I know that I just like went on a tangent but that no, made that's me, like, also relevant that. yeah yeah no, and I think it's tough too because like you had made the comment about okay these are friends out of proximity and you know you lose a lot of things that you're able to relate on kind of when you're all navigating these new environments in life and I don't think necessarily that that is like not that it doesn't take away from the friendship but it's also I think it causes you to kind of evaluate too like well why were we friends yeah you know and not to say that like you still get along like you share the same values whatever this is and that um but like I said it is just so different too to kind of navigate friendships while everyone is still evolving Mm -hmm. and when you think about it like you know, going back to kind of entering school or college for the first time, you're all evolving together. Yeah. So it's like, you know, none of, you know what they say, like when you go to college and you suddenly have all this freedom and like, that's Mm -hmm. when you see who you really are. 
you're doing that with the people who you're surrounded with. Yeah. Whereas now as we're all navigating post-grad, like we're all doing it in different areas and like that just looks so different for everybody. So I think you just have to give your friends and yourself a lot of grace too Mm -hmm. um, because it's like we're literally all going through something that we have never (laughs) gone through before, you know, and like not to make it sound super dramatic, but I think that's the reality of the situation. Um, And it's also like when you're in school and, you know, when you're living next to these people, you're doing all the same things, like you have roommates the entire time. You don't have to put in a lot of effort, yeah. which is sad to it's say. It's so easy. Because, yeah, like I said, like, you do all the same things together. You kind of, you don't have to schedule in time to, like, check in or mm-hmm. whatever. Because, and it's also, like, you know each other's schedules. Like, everybody, yeah. you know, you, and you don't have to readjust to that. Um, and so I think kind of what you said, too, about making things intentional. Not that nothing's intentional in undergrad. And I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I I was never <laughs> intentional. Because that sounds bad. I don't know my friends yeah. are listening. <laughs> um, like I said, like, it's just, like, it's it's so easy yeah I think intentional like takes on a whole different like context or connotation like once you actually graduate because Mm -hmm. yeah like we were intentional with our friendships in college in the sense of like okay yeah like let's make sure I like grab lunch with this person let's do whatever whatever. let's invite them to go out yeah but it's like like you said when you're all within a one mile radius of each other like not it's not hard Yeah, yeah it's like it's not hard like we know class schedules are gonna be 8 a.m., 9 a.m., like, those mm-hmm. are the times that classes start, and you might have a night class, like, once yeah. a week from 6 to 9, like, that is it. Um, other than that, like, you know people's weekends are mostly free and whatever, but, like, once you get to college, it's just, or get out of college, it's just, like, a whole different ball game, and it's, like, you're adding in, like, bills and, like, yeah. <laughs> work, and I don't know, I just think, like you said, you have to be a different type of intentional in the sense of, like, and there's so many people to keep up with. Like, yeah. I think that that is another part of it because it's like, okay, yeah, I make sure that I talk to people. But then, like, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I totally forgot that I haven't talked to this person in actually months. Like, mm-hmm. there are some times that, like, I forget to check up on my high school friends. And yeah. I'm like, Jesus, like, this is a full-time job, like, just mm-hmm. making sure that everybody's okay. But, I mean, I think it comes down to, like, what you want to prioritize in your life. And I know that for me personally, like, I consider, like the relationships that I have like kept up like this long to be like significant relationships and I want the people that I've I'm so close to now to like remain like that close like Mm -hmm. obviously until like we grow old like I see the friends that I have now like being the people that like raise my kids with and like go to my wedding and whatever else but like I don't know it's just when you like prioritize it in that capacity it comes down to being like okay I will meet this person, like, where they need to be met, whether yeah. that's, like, okay, they're in a totally different time zone as me, and I'm gonna, like, literally text them and be, like, let's talk tomorrow at mm-hmm. 11 p.m., like, I'm gonna FaceTime you, or, like, making the ch- time to, like, go on a trip to go see yeah. each other, like, it's hard, but, like, I think it just comes down to, like, every person is different in that regard. Some people, like, don't care about that at all, and they're, yeah. like, I talk to this person whenever I talk to them. I'm not that type of person. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, no, like, I haven't, I just hit the mic, like, three times. I haven't talked to this person in, like, a couple weeks. Like, are they good? Like, is everything okay? Like, for me, like, Snapchat is not, like, a significant form of, like, conversation to really keep mm-hmm. up with somebody. For some people, like, that's all they need. So yeah. it's just, like, like you said, like, meeting them where they need to be met, but also recognizing that, like, maintaining a relationship like that, maintaining any relationship is work. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I say this in literally every episode, but, like, 
genuinely like that's what I take from every therapy appointment it's like relationships are work like maintaining anything in your life is work um but yeah so that's how I feel about that yeah no and I think kind of to to put in like practically what does that look like I think something that's been really important and pivotal for me and kind of like maintaining these friendships is like having that conversation Mm -hmm. which might feel awkward you know someone you've been you consider really close for the past four years to be like hey like how do I be a friend to you now Mm -hmm. I don't think that's a sign of anything negative I think only positive things can come from that um which like I said it's a conversation I've had had with my friends too because kind of as I started in the beginning of this episode I I consider myself low maintenance and that's not like a oh pick me whatever type thing it's just like that's the context that I've had all my life the context I've had all my life is hey I I move somewhere I become friends with this person I move they move to wherever they make all new friends I make all new friends we keep up with each other on social media text call every once in a while and like that to me not to be like oh like that's just enough but that's kind of the only example I've had. When I got to college, I wasn't maintaining any friendships. Like, yeah. you and I would keep in touch, but then it was yeah. also like, you know, we reconnected again a yeah. year later. Um, but I, even when I got to school, I wasn't practicing long-distance friendships or yeah. kind of like, yeah, maintaining those friendships. I do have one bestest, bestest friend ever that I've, that I've kept up with since middle school. Shout Valentina. out Valentina. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows. Everybody knows about Valentina. Um, but we met when we lived in Japan, and it was funny because... You know, I've been speaking in increments of, like, three years at a time. And so we actually, like, moved to Okinawa within, like, a day of each other. We started school within a day of each other. And both of our parents were on three-year tours, meaning that we left pretty much the mm-hmm. exact same time. Um, I ended up in Louisiana. She <laughs> ended up in Connecticut. Um, but kind of even what friendship looked like for us is, like, you know, we don't text every day. We didn't call every day. We would kind of go a couple months and then we'd have like one night where we talked on the phone for like seven hours yeah. and that would be it. And then we kind of go a couple months again and then catch up. And I know we still consider each other best friends to this day. We try to see each other like once a year. Um, but that was like the one example I'd had up until school where it's like, oh, this is what it means to be friends when yeah. you don't live by each other. Yeah. So many of my friends now and my friends from college do not share that same opinion. That's yeah. not a bad thing, but it's like I wouldn't have known unless I spoke to them. Yeah. Because um, they might look at me and be like, oh, Lexi hasn't talked to me for yeah. a month. Like, not like fuck her, but you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay, like, I guess, you know, maybe she doesn't think yeah. our friendship is important or whatever. And that's just totally not the case. Like I said, I've had to sit down and try to be intentional of like, what does it look like to you? Because then it's also like some people don't want to be called every day. Correct. You know what I mean? Some people like, and that's. Again, it's not like this high maintenance versus low maintenance conversation isn't there's no positive or negative like not one is not better than the other. Yeah. But it's like again when you're in school you don't really have to have those conversations because it's like whatever. You yeah, you you're, you're forming those friendships yeah. versus having to maintain them. Um and so I think it might feel awkward in the beginning, but like I said I think only good things can come out of it. I actually also had to have this talk with my sister Jaden. So, um Jaden is in her first year of school. And also context, my parents live in San Antonio now. Jaden is in school in Arlington, which if you're not from here is like 45 minutes from me. Yeah. Um, but I had to call Jaden and be like, how do you want me to like be your sister now? Mm-hmm. You know, because I don't want to be like seeing you and like checking up on you all the time for it to be like, oh, my God, like my big sister is so annoying. She'll leave <laughs> me alone. But then it's also I don't want to be like, oh, suddenly now we're 45 minutes away from each other when for the past five years yeah. I would only see her, you know, when I would go home on holidays in college. Yeah. So I don't want her to be like, well, 
Lexi lives so close to me, and, like, now she's not even trying to hang out with me. Yeah. And that's my sister. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we've always been close. And luckily for her, she spent her entire life with me. <laughs> How lucky is she? Um, but, you know, like I said, that's someone who I know so well and probably knows me so well, but I still had to have that talk with her. Yeah. Um, and I think it's helped a lot. But it's funny because she was like, Lexi, what are you even talking about? Like, I haven't even thought about that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like I said, I'm like, I wouldn't have known unless I had yeah. that conversation. I agree. Like, I agree in the sense of, like, I have friends where it's, like, our only form of keeping up with each other is, like, Snapchat and, like, texting here and there mm-hmm. about, like, random updates from people at our high school. Yeah. Then I have friends where it's, like, okay, we talk, like, every single day. Like, for example, like, I FaceTime you every single day. Mm-hmm. Or, like, if something happens, like, I FaceTime them immediately. Like, I don't want to text them. Yeah. Um... I think, like, the best example, like, for example, me and Corey, like, don't talk every single day, and we, like, don't Snapchat either. Like, he's not on Snapchat really like that. Um, But, like, literally, when was this? Like, maybe a couple weeks ago, I was having a pregame at my apartment, and I was like, Corey is FaceTiming me. Like, what is going on? So I answered it, and, like, granted, he was drunk, but he was just like, oh, my gosh, like, I haven't talked to you in so long. Yeah. And he was like... I can't believe I get to see you next week because, like, we were going yeah. on a trip together. But I was just, like, for me, like, I'm the type of person who likes to FaceTime because I literally, with all of my being, hate texting. And I never thought that that, that I would become that type of person. Yeah. I remember being in middle school and being, like, when my parents would be, like, I don't know how to text all the time. Like, mm-hmm. And I was, like, oh, my gosh, it's not even that big of a deal. I'm now at the age where I'm like, do not text me. Like, if you need something, either call me. I actually probably won't answer the phone either. <laughs> you just need to FaceTime me because I want to see your reaction. Yeah. And that's the only reason why I still use Snapchat. Otherwise, I would not use Snapchat. But I like to see people's reactions to things that I say. Um. So, yeah, FaceTime is, like, my go-to, which is why me and Lexi FaceTime every single day. Mm-hmm. We haven't really been FaceTiming that much lately. But literally, like, that's my go-to. Everybody is literally different. I yeah. think I've been lucky to like in the sense of like most of my long distance friendships have been for the past four years so like I kind of already like knew what that was before I graduated Mm -hmm. um and kind of just applied those to like my other ones um I kind of like had a feeler for like what each one would be but yeah I think every friendship is like individualized and different than than the latter so I just don't I think like you said you have to like kind of navigate that and Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be weird. I know, like, it could feel weird, but it's, like, it's really not that weird. Well, Fig- and I'm also, like, like figure if- out when you want to keep up with people. Yeah, well, I'm also, like, if these are your friends, like, yeah. I would hope that you feel comfortable enough to, like, talk about stuff like that. Surprisingly, and if, if not, like, then- not everyone's like, comfortable talking about that's that. A, that's another thing. That's a I whole know, different episode. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this right now. Y'all, y'all learn from me. I consider myself to be very confrontational. I'm not. I've never, I used to I've not never fought anybody. I would lose in a fight. Let's get that clear right now. <laughs> Don't come for me. Um, but I'm very much like, hey, if something's off, like, let's talk about it. Or if something's on your mind, like, let's talk about it. Like, I'm very much like, in the moment, let's handle this now. I just got to that And place. I, I was going to say, I know a lot of people aren't like that. And that's another area of somewhere where I've had to, like, okay, like, it's not about what I think is the most logical or what I think yeah. is the best. Um, because, like, you're just not going to get anywhere with, like, one-sided conversations like that. Um, but again, yeah, I think if you're kind of in that situation where you're like I don't I don't know like are we still friends like I don't know how to be a friend to this person yeah like it's not going to be a copy and paste solution for everybody for sure so and then also realizing that like it takes two people to like have a friendship or a relationship or whatever so like 
not to be that person but like the phone works both ways Mm -hmm. I know that I used to be really bad about like oh they haven't reached out to me or like asked me to do anything and I used to really keep tabs on like how often Mm -hmm. I was the one reaching out and asking people to do things let me tell you it took a long a long time for me to get over that like some people are just like not the type of people to reach out like they and they will be truly content like just sitting at home like not doing anything and I really used to like get in my own head about like oh my gosh well I've asked him to hang out like the past three times we've hung out it does not matter like whatsoever yeah. but just knowing that like okay like yes you could be the one that's reaching out but like just the same way they're probably waiting for you to reach out just like you're waiting for them to reach exactly. out so even if you aren't the type of person who always reaches out just know that you can there's nothing wrong with that and especially when you like get into these like long distance friendships like mm-hmm. I don't know you just really have to like put in the work at that point like to just if you really like value and care about that person yeah um that's like my takeaway is like that those friendships require work and like mm-hmm. if it's something that's important to you you will, you will take the time to put the work in yeah and then at some point too it won't it probably won't even feel like work like you'll kind of find that new balance and like ebb and flow of what what works for you similar obviously not the same as like what it was in school but you know things will start to become routine as you continue to talk more and figure out what works you'll kind of know the other person's schedule better or know when is a good time to talk when isn't a good time to talk like know when people are going through things to maybe where they aren't emotionally ready to like spend time with other people um so yeah I don't know just like anything else in life I feel like it it takes practice and kind of figuring out what works for both of you guys yeah that was actually like a really long (laughs) episode i could have kept going honestly too but maybe we'll have a part two if the people ever decide to speak to us aka our listeners aka you (laughs) maybe we'll continue to have a part two or maybe you can be like yeah 48 minutes of this topic was plenty so (laughs) be honest and let us know yeah honestly like lexi just mentioned like please let us know like what you want us to talk <laughs> not about. in like a desperate way no but, like, no just like we're generally. a community yeah like i like listener feedback yeah um we're still figuring out the audio thing i know we've been mentioning <laughs> that the past couple times but this time i was kind of just like i don't care and i don't want to figure it out so sorry if it's messed up but yeah let us know like what you want to hear about this mm-hmm. one was like honestly a highly requested like i had yeah. multiple people ask me to do an episode on this and i think it's relevant for like any age yeah or stage of life um especially for you people who are about to graduate i know that's yeah. coming up in a couple months but yeah um if you made it this far go ahead give us five stars on whatever you listen to podcasts on mm-hmm. if i'm correct we still have a five star rating so and i think we have a couple of reviews so i'm kind of proud oh, of that. okay i haven't even i haven't even looked into that i'm still on anchor fm every single day but yeah. I haven't seen anything. Okay. Um, go ahead and follow us at the entry level pod, two E's. And I think that's it. Yeah. So I guess we will see you guys next time. Have a good rest of your day. Bye. Bye. <laughs>